This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Japanese Prime Minister visits Trump. Purdue impresses skeptic. Democrats look to box in Trump cabinet and Plains farm values slump. President Trump and Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe will meet at the White House today to discuss a range of issues, including trade. Then they'll head to Florida to spend the weekend together at the president's Mar-a-Lago estate. Agricultural groups are pressing the White House to begin negotiations on a bilateral agreement to replace the Trans-Pacific Partnership from which the United States has now withdrawn. A senior administration official said the two leaders would reaffirm the importance of a free and rules-based trading order in the Asia-Pacific region. But the official declined to go into specifics of what trade discussions would cover. Trudeau visits on Monday. Trade is also likely to be on Trump's agenda Monday when Canadian Prime Minister comes to Washington. Trump has called for renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement. Purdue meets Stabenow Grassley. Trump's nominee for Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue met yesterday with ranking Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee Debbie Stabenow as well as with Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican who had registered concerns about having a Southerner run the USDA. Stabenow, who met with Purdue for a half hour, said they had a productive conversation about his priorities and vision for USDA. She stopped short of endorsing him, saying instead that she looked forward to learning more about his goals for the department. Grassley pronounced himself as pleasantly surprised after his 45-minute meeting with Purdue. Grassley has frequently tangled with Southern Farm interest over his concern that lax restrictions on farm subsidies can encourage excessive consolidation. Grassley said he was very much comforted by Purdue's approach to farm policy. The Senate Agriculture Committee is not expected to hold Purdue's confirmation hearing until the Senate returns from its week-long President's Day recess later this month. Democrats pledge fight against labor nominee. There's no reason to believe that Purdue will have any trouble winning confirmation, but the same can't be said for some other nominees important to agriculture. Senate Republicans have finally scheduled a confirmation hearing for one of those, Andy Puzder, Trump's pick to run the Labor Department. But Democrats have already dragged out the confirmation of several other nominees, and Puzder is very much in the crosshairs as well. Senate Democrat leader Charles Schumer says Trump could not have picked a worse nominee than Puzder to run the Labor Department, citing his record of running the company that owns the Hardee's and Carl Jr. restaurant chains. Schumer held a news conference yesterday with a Carl's Jr. employee who claimed she had been cheated out of pay she was owed. Schumer also laid out a core reason why Democrats are making a show of fighting Trump's nominees. Democrats want to make it as difficult as possible for his cabinet members to maneuver politically once they're in office. Schumer said, we think we've been very effective in showing who they are and putting some constraints on their actions and on the president's actions. A spokesman for Puzder called the attacks on him fake news. Puzder is exactly what America's workers and businesses need, a proven job creator, according to the spokesman. Plains crop values fall. Evidence for the slump of the U.S. farm economy keep rolling in. 
A survey by the Fed Reserve Bank of Kansas City found that farmland values in its region dropped 6% of the fourth quarter of 2016 over the same period the year before. Ranchland values were down 7%. In some areas, the decline is even more severe. For example, the value of non-irrigated farmland in Kansas is down 13%. The Kansas City Fed survey includes Nebraska, Oklahoma, Colorado, as well as Kansas and western Missouri. SCOTUS asked to overturn egg producers' prison term. The Supreme Court is being asked to overturn the prison sentences facing the father and son Iowa egg producers who were linked to a major outbreak of salmonella in 2010. The conservative Washington Legal Foundation says the three-month prison terms given to Austin and Peter DeCoster abused a doctrine that allows corporate officials to be held criminally liable for employee misconduct. In a brief filed with the High Court, the organization says FDA's use of that legal concept allows a corporate official to be labeled as criminal even if they never participated in, encouraged, or had knowledge of the violations alleged. Bumblebee listing delayed. Another day, another delay in regulations. The Fish and Wildlife Service has pushed the effective date for the listing of the rusty-patched bumblebee from February 10th to March 21st. The delay complies with a Trump administration memo issued January 20th that directs federal agencies to delay rules for 60 days from the date of this memorandum. Since the late 1990s, the bees' range has shrunk from 31 states and Canadian provinces in the northeast, southeast, and the Midwest to its current range of 14 states and provinces. It's the first bee in the lower 48 to receive protection under the Endangered Species Act. Biotech plans slowed for more comment. USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service is giving interested parties an extra 30 days to comment on a sweeping proposal to update and streamline the regulatory process for genetically engineered crops. The original comment period would have ended May 19th. APHIS has extended that now to June 19th. Here's today's They Said It. If this trend persists, it will become intolerably risky to be an executive in the food and drug industries in the United States, and the compensation required to attract and train qualified executives who are willing to risk their liberty will substantially drive up prices for vital consumer goods. That the Washington Legal Foundation in its brief on behalf of Austin and Peter DeCoster. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 10th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.